Welcome back. It's time for another episode of your Wrestling On Air podcast. Joining us today first, it's me, Oren. How's it going, Oren? Not so good, guys. <laughs> Who else do we have with us today? How about you, Tom? The, What's going on, Tom? Hi, Tom here. Uh, the, the intro, you meant to say it's Friday night. Like, that's that's what the listeners have, have come to expect from the opening intro. And that's not what uh, we got. So, God. slight nitpick uh, so, there. So, uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, Tim, Fine. hey, Tim, how's it going? It's going good. And uh, Socks, finally. Hey, buddy, Socks, uh, what's going I'm, on with I'm, you? I think you mean to say published Washington Post author, Socks Mahoney. I didn't mean to say that, but please <laughs> go on. Now, now, does having a tweet um, mm. be published by somebody else onto Washington Post, does that make you uh, a published author? Well, here's the thing. I wrote the tweet. That is my tweet. And it was posted on the Washington Post, yeah. so I am an author on the Washington Post. Did you? Did, I can claim that writing credit. Did you give them permission to put that tweet on the uh, on the Washington Post website? They did not. They just stole it. They just stole just it. Okay. I'm claiming a writing credit. Well, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I know people who like have had the same thing happen to them, and they're just like. Hmm. Well, that's kind of rude. I kind of wish they would have asked me first, but I think Twitter has some thing where it's like they can just take like every single tweet mm-hmm. is kind of like public domain in a way. Sure. It's strange. I don't understand it. So if if I wanted to, maybe on my personal blog, Orange mm-hmm. uh, Zone, uh, just kind of <laughs> the Ozone, the Ozone, uh-huh. correct. Publish a few socks tweets of my own. Mm. I could do that. And you'd be fine with that. Um, as long as you don't rearrange them in a way that makes me sound really racist. Because mm. mm, that was my plan. Damn it. Uh, so, socks. Now, I imagine that you're you're getting sick of like you know, having to to repeat the tweet that got you onto the Washington Post <laughs> website. But could you could you do as the uh, the the treat of of performing it now for us? I have to pull it up. Okay, you do have to pull it up. That's fine. I'll I'll pull time. We do. Hey, listeners, you don't have like twenty tabs of the Washington. (laughs) Yeah, I have so many of them open. Uh, No, I can find it pretty easily because I've had a lot of like I've had a lot of people really mad at me on Twitter (laughs) because of it. It's very strange. Like just weird fifty follower randos coming into my mentions saying like. It's not actually racist, the thing yeah. that happened. And it's like, that, I don't know. I gotta say, that sounded a little bit arrogant on your part, Socks. I'd just like to say to the <laughs> listeners, hey listeners, if you've got if you if you've only got fifty followers, uh that's cool. That's fine, that's not a problem. I still think you're a valid human being, even if Socks doesn't. And I don't think you're a rando. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I think the problem is not so much that they had 50 followers, but maybe that they were racist. <laughs> to me, the way Sox was saying, it seemed like the problem was that they only had 50 followers. And if they <laughs> if they had a little more, maybe he would have welcomed their their uh, intrusions into his into his social mm. media world. Yeah. Sox, you got that tweet? You got that tweet, man? I do have it. It is me adding WWE, the official account. Whoa, they brave. did. The- it was not. It was not a reply to anything, or sure. like, or retweeted. So what yeah. would have happened is people would have had to have name searched or searched in Twitter WWE racist in order to pull it up, <laughs> which is what they did on the Washington Post article. Uh-huh. But um, the tweet does read: "Hey WWE, having a brown person saying openly racist rhetoric does not make it okay," which is in reference to the really terrific shit. They've been doing with Jinder Mahal mm. on WWE SmackDown Live. Now, okay, so I understand. So your issue was that it was a brown person saying racist stuff. Is, is that my? Is that? Watch out, Tom. Watch out. I just no. I just want to make sure I'm getting. I I get confused easily sometimes. So was that the problem, or was it? What was, 
<laughs> no, because, like, here's the thing. Like, the weird randoms who get in my mentions, like, straight up, like, say, oh, so it's a brown person? Are you the racist? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. Now, did, well, they, they, got, they got one over you. Did uh, WWE ever get back to you on that? <laughs> yeah. Did <laughs> they slide into your DMs, man? Like, what's the deal? Did they, did they reach um, out? <laughs> I'm waiting, you know. Someday okay. they're going to reach out to me and all the other people in the Washington right. Post and so let them know. So you haven't had that conference call with Vince and Stephanie and no. Triple H yet? No. no. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that Sox is... Uh, WWE did put out hmm. an apology, though. Well, not an apology, but they did, did a they? respond. What did they say? Uh, oh, yes. shit. What, what was the response? I didn't see it. <laughs> let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. We can oh, great. To he has counter. to take the time to type something. Did they tag Sox in it? <laughs> 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 they image tagged me. <laughs> So my name doesn't actually show up, but it still gets in my mentions. Oh, it's hmm. actually in the Washington Post um, story. Huh. Wonderful. Um, in the article, WWE gave the statement, Just like many other TV shows or movies, WWE creates programming with fictional personalities <laughs> that cover real-world issues and sensitive subjects. True. Yeah. Um, as a producer of such TV shows... WWE Corporate is committed to embracing and celebrating individuals from all backgrounds as demonstrated by the diversity <laughs> of our employees, performers, and fans worldwide. Yeah? Okay. okay. That, hey, hey guys, Let, that's it. That's all they said. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. They were just telling what they do. Oh, okay. Oh, so I guess it's fine. That's good. Well, Sox, do you have anything to say to, like, let's let's keep this conversation, let's keep this dialogue going. What do you have to say to that, Sox? What's, what yeah, now? what's your what's response? Next? Yeah. Apology accepted. No. No. Right. Good. All right, so WWE isn't racist anymore, and Sox is, is delighted. Racist. Sox is racist. It's all flipped around. There is a really good uh, line in this Wrestling Observer article where the segment right after the Mahala, like that shitty part, was a Hispanic mm-hmm. uh, Heritage Month segment where they honored Jennifer right. Lopez. Mm-hmm. What the, what, that's fine. She's Hispanic. Oh, I hate this podcast. But it's just like the <laughs> juxtaposition of those two this things. All, this all comes off real crummy, guys. Is, no, this it's is fine. fine. Shh, Tim, it's fine. Fine. Shh, it's, Tim, Tim, it's fine. So, Tim, do you have any racist things that you want to say? <laughs> no. No? You're good? But I tell you what, guys, speaking of racists, um, <laughs> did you guys see what uh, Bubba Ray Dudley was saying this, me- this week? <laughs> so Bubba Ray Dudley was, uh, there, was a new, <laughs> there was a new interview with him uh, where he was talking about, um, he was in an interview talking about his, his, new, his new career, his new lease of life that he's had since joining uh, the Ring of Honor. Uh, which is uh, an independent wrestling company you guys might have heard of. Uh, and in the interview, he was talking about like uh, his wrestling school that he and Devi- he and he and Devon run. Uh, have you guys uh, you guys aware of their their wrestling school? Yeah, Tom, I've heard of it. Okay, good. So uh, he, the the interview asks him uh, the following question: You and Devon run a school. Can you tell me about that? Bubba Ray responds as as following: We don't just run a school. We own the most successful wrestling school probably in world. I'm just reading a verbatim here Uh, Team 3D Academy is located in Kissimmee, Florida And we just opened up another location in Danbury, Connecticut We've been open for 11 years And we've had students from over 50 countries relocate to come train with us We've trained a lot of successful students Some notables include the Gorillas of Destiny Jessica Mm. Carr, just hired as the first full-time female referee Chris Melendez, (laughs) Jeff Neal Lever Bates and a few New Japan wrestling wrestlers you might have heard of Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito, 
and Kazuchika, and Kazuchika Okada, who have gone on and become successful professionals in the world of sports entertainment. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, 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 I was reading this. This, I, I, so Ring of Honor linked to this, linked to this interview, and I was, I, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't want to read this. Why would, I, why would anyone read this? But then it turned out I was, I was more bored than I, I expected I was. So I clicked on it uh, and I started reading it, and this, I got to this part and. Uh, Guys, do you think Bubba Ray Dudley is just like is he just lying to just to amuse himself? <laughs> or does does he does he believe this? Does he believe that he trained Tanahashi, Naito, and Okada? Like what what's what's he the deal going on? He hundred percent believes it. He, yes. <laughs> how, it's <laughs> pure delusion on his part. That's totally it. How but how 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 has he convinced himself that like what is what is going on what is his thought process to uh, to to believe that this is true? Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure that when like he was there in TNA when Okada was there, I'm sure, sure. at some point in there, <laughs> like maybe he trained with him a little or something, <laughs> and he just what? is like, yep, trained him. That's it. What did he just like? Do you think he like took him aside and just like you know put his arm around his shoulder and said, hey, "Now listen, kid, you know what you're doing out there is pretty good." <laughs> I like the mask. I like the the jet black hair. You and Samoa Joe, you're looking real good out there, baby. Uh, but why not start? I don't know. What does Bubba Ray Dudley? What advice would he give him? I'm guessing. You know, I'm guessing it was something like maybe he was like having some trouble at the vending machine or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And and Bubba uh-huh. Ray just came up and was like, "Look, kid, if you kick it, the candy bar will come out." Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's training. Yeah. That you works. trained him. Yeah. Is is it possible that so you think it's it's something as minor as that that Bubba Ray Dudley mm-hmm. is just taking responsibility for like nutrition training uh, <laughs> Okada by helping him for yes. helping him for vending machine or something? Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. It's, I think like yeah. Okada. Uh, I think Okada Tanahashi and Naito are flying out regularly to Danbury, home of the <laughs> yeah. home of the incredible Danbury. <laughs> And they are just uh-huh. like they're learning everything from that Bubba has to teach him. Like they're learning all new um, insults for gay people. Uh, Great, they're yeah. learning how to do uh, amazing flapjacks and power bombs. They can <laughs> do it all because of Bubba and Devon. Do you think that he's given them all like chain wallets for to, as like you know commemorative <laughs> items for from their training or like? Do you think he just has? Is his understanding of training just like if you're in the ring with me at any any point, I've trained you. You've you've sat under my learning tree. Well, when when you train with Bubba Ray, you have to wear a button up t shirt, and then at the end yeah. when you're ready, it's like a young lion um, getting accepted into New Japan to move on. They move from the black trunks to whatever you know, like colorful gear. Um, with mm-hmm. Bubba Ray, when you're done training, he comes up to you with scissors and cuts the sleeves off of your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. And what happens to the sleeves? Do you like? Do they just get burned in like he, a, no, he a hangs memorial fire? He hangs them up. In the he hangs them up. <laughs> yeah. just on just two like, a... like meat hooks, or just yeah. dangling for meat hooks. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna see a lot of sleeveless flannels and chain wallets in uh, New Japan soon. Just like yeah, everyone, everyone wearing them. That's gonna He's be the back thing. There. Yeah. He's training each one. God, uh, yeah. So I, I saw that was a that was a very exciting thing. I saw I saw this week from uh, I, I said he was racist before. We don't know if Bubba Ray <laughs> Dudley is racist, okay. but uh, let's you know. Well, no, he's not racist because he has a black best friend. He does have a he is a black bro- I, yeah. He has said that before. Exactly. That's that's how it works. He's <laughs> he's made it very clear that that it's not possible yeah. to be to to be racist if you've got a black black best friend. Um. Yeah, so that's Bubba Ray Dudley, uh, the the notorious uh, Japanese wrestler trainer. But like, <laughs> what, what else has been going on with with Attitude Era stars uh, making poor decisions this wet last week? Uh, Oren, Oren, have you seen anything going on lately? 
Oh boy. Um, I think I know what you're getting at here. Are mm. you are you asking me about Chris Jericho's cruise? Sorry, I I don't know what you the Chris Jericho's cruise. Have you it, heard of this? Surely, surely. No, 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 no. His cruise, no. I've heard of Chris Jericho's rock and wrestling rager at sea. But uh I don't know what Chris Jericho's cruise is, I'm afraid. All right. Well, you got me there, buddy. It's Chris Jericho's rock and rock and wrestling rager at sea. Mm-hmm. This is a thing, Tell guys. Me about this. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so he uh, he's he was kind of teasing this the other day, or maybe a mm-hmm. few days ago. Get ready for this, and and he um you link to a website. You go to the website, and, and it's one of those exciting and titillating things where the only thing <laughs> on the site is a link to sign up for the mailing list. Yep. And you better believe I signed up for that super fast. Nice. And. Yep. So, so the deets were announced, the site went live, you can go ahead and you can buy your tickets and, and stuff now, but pretty much what this is, is it's akin to all of those, like, uh, you know, bands have, have their own cruises and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, uh, aging, uh, I'm trying to think that this company that puts it on also puts on, uh, cruises for wonderful things like Matchbox 20 and yep. perhaps uh, the band Korn and other such things. I'm not sure. Wait, wait, can, are you saying, did you see that Korn was one of them? Cause that sounds maybe <laughs> too good for the level. I will say, okay. So I remember seeing this and I saw a uh, Pitbull was one of the people who was doing a cruise with this company. He'll do anything. And that made me respect Pitbull much less because he <laughs> seemed like far above the standard of most of them. There was, Can let's you imagine, see. like, what do you, what, who do you think goes on the Pitbull cruise? Pitbull? Uh, <laughs> a bunch of dogs, Lewis. do you think? It, Lunch Money Lewis. Lunch Money Lewis. Uh, all right, so I'll tell you some of the other cruises. There's the Kiss Cruise, obviously. <laughs> uh, Pitbull After Dark Party. Mm. Train Sail Across the Sun. Kid Rock's Chillin' the Most Cruise. <laughs> uh, God, the Gross. Walking Dead... Uh, the Walking Dead Walker Stalker Cruise? What's that? <laughs> the Impractical Jokers Cruise? What? So it's just the... Oh, and the Vans Warped Rewind at Sea. So that would maybe be Corn and Matchbox 20. I don't know. It'd be some of those guys, maybe. I just made that shit up. Yeah. I, well, it's, it's Wait, believable. Wait, so is... Is Jericho, like, reselling tickets for the Warped Cruise and just calling it his own thing? <laughs> it's, I think it's his own thing. I think it's, oh. it's just his, he's, I don't know how this has happened. It's, or, or, do you have any more information? What, 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 tell me yeah, about this cruise. So, so there are a whole bunch of special guests uh, mm-hmm. who will be appearing doing what? I'm not quite sure if they're going to have card tables set up around the perimeter of the, of the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, such celebrities as DDP. Um, mm, yep. Such celebrities <laughs> wow. as, as Raven. Uh, Ray Mysterio is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. Mick Foley, of course, because of course Mick Foley is going to be there. Sure, uh, do you think do anything? Uh, do you guys think it's safe for Mick Foley to go on a cruise? <laughs> In from what sense? From him having wonky knees and like falling over when the when it goes over choppy waters, or like what's what's that? Well, it's just like if he fell overboard, flannel gets real heavy and mm. he'll sink straight <laughs> to the bottom. Yeah. And I'm sure he's got balance issues too. You don't want to put him anywhere near the side of a boat. That would be a problem. Yeah, they'll pro- he'll probably have to wear like a rubber like uh, ring around his waist at all times. You know, when he's allowed <laughs> out outside, he might get swimmers here. He might that. Yeah, just one. Yeah, man. So I'm on the website. Do you know how many people they're wanting to go on this cruise? Tell me that. Two thousand three hundred. That seems high. That, that's not a lot for a cruise, but it seems like no. a lot for people who would pay. How much is it? Like, how much is it? Like, what's the pricing like? So here we go. Uh, tell me what type of room you want, and I'll tell you how much you're going to pay for it. <laughs> I would like uh, a, an obstructed ocean view for me, <laughs> me and my lovely wife, please. Uh, 
let's see. For two guests, for an obstructed ocean view, you will be paying the low, low price of nine hundred dollars per person. Oh, good. And that's that's like the middle. Ra- that's not. That's like the lower middle range for these these rooms. Like the lowest is like seven hundred and fifty. Well, I, I mean, you're you're paying for an experience. Um, wrestling <laughs> cruises are steeped in history. You know, <laughs> that's we true. had the WCW yeah. Bruise Cruise. WWE mm. had the Wrestle Vessels. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did the did the bruise cruise did that have matches and stuff i'm i do not remember i just remember scott hall being on it but uh everything went fine <laughs> that's <laughs> which is which is not what you'd expect from, yeah. from a, a wrestling cruise of stock scott hall uh so i mean the bonus is so there is going to be wrestling on this cruise on the what was it called the rock and wrestling rager at sea there's going to be the ring of honor is it called just the sea of honor the sea of honor tournament what's the it's Ring of Honor is the worst at naming stuff. They just add of honor to <laughs> to whatever whatever word it's, it is. Wasn't it Sea of Honor? And it just Sea of Honor. Yeah, I think it's just Sea of Honor. Like it, they <laughs> yes, just it give it's up the immediately. Sea of Honor tournament. Yeah, they yes. just think of like the first thing that comes up, and then they just slap it down onto a poster. So there's going to be that man. What Fozzie's going to be playing? I guess. I don't oh, know, uh, Lance Storm is going to be there with his uh, wonderful podcast, Killing the Town. Mm, that would love be- it. I would like to see Landstorm on, on this cruise. cruise. <laughs> Killing the cruise. Killing the cruise. Well, see, I've been asking Lance for days now mm-hmm. if he's actually going to be on the boat because mm-hmm. this is something. And usually when I ask Lance a question, Lance responds. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. But for some reason, Lance is being super cagey yeah. about this. He will not divulge whether or not he is actually going to be on the boat. And my gut tells me that Landstorm would not set foot on a cruise ship. So mm. I'm wondering how he's going to get there. Will there be a helicopter drop-off? <laughs> yeah. uh, are they going to yeah. have to go to a port of call and meet Lance there? Imagine how exciting that would be on like the the night where like Lance lands on his helicopter on the cruise. You know, like everyone just like crowded around, like lights like flashing up at the the thing, like you know, like the like the Hell in the Cell music playing for like when they lower the <laughs> cell. That would be that. Man, I hope they do it like that. That's worth the price of admission right there. Yeah. I'd pay full price for that one. So I pulled up a, uh, I found a WWE.com article on mm-hmm. um, like the wrestling cruises. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, it looks like the like they only could get Zack Ryder to talk about them in the article. Um, like to be interviewed about them. Did he go on one as a child? Like, what's, what's his experience there? Well, he says, I was always jealous of those fans because I never got to do it. Um, and then later on, they said, uh, do you think it, they should bring back like a WWE cruise? And he says, mm-hmm. I would definitely hang up my broskies and look for my future ex-girlfriend. Oh, no. There Emma. are definitely some hot members of the WWE universe out there. And if they want Zack Ryder to rub some suntan lotion on them, then that's fine. I'll just be doing my job as a WWE superstar. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, this sounds like a dangerous uh, environment for any female member yeah. of the WWE it, universe. It does set up a uh, very scary situation. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's just going to be Zack Ryder just like... Is there any mention in the Jericho cruise of, like, you know, like, suntan lotion services and who's going to be providing those? Because that's... This is, this is now a very ominous thing to, to that I think people should be aware of, you know? Uh, I believe HB, there will be an HBK section where you just go up and wring his arm out and suntan lotion <laughs> just fall out. Delicious, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just squeeze it out onto your, your naked body. Uh, man. Uh, Oren, how many how many tickets have you booked for the, the Chris Jericho uh, the cruise? Oh, 
well, four. One for you, one for Socks, one for Tim, and one for me. Sure, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Are we uh, all I, in one room together? Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have one obstructed ocean view room. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just how I like it, yeah. Bunk beds? I'm s- one bed. <laughs> Just one bed. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, we've had, we're going to have to deal with... All right, the sleeping arrangements are going to be... Man, it's going to be a real game of human Tetris. Well, Tom's so large that we could have him laid down with uh, a chair on each side of him, <laughs> and so I could just lay on him. That's true. Mm. That, that's an option. I can just be like a hammock. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, so we've got we've got that to look forward to. Uh, listeners, I'm sure that you have all got your tickets as well. We'll see you there. We can't wait. Uh, but what else has been going on, you ask? Uh, and I, I've been wondering... I've been wondering lately... Of all the of all the superstars that I remember being a big fan of in the yeah. from 2012 to 2015, uh, I would say Alex Riley was was the one that comes to mind most. <laughs> you know what? I was I was thinking about those same exact years. Those 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 glory years of wrestling. 2012 one, to 2015. The, the, the I miss I miss those years. The reality. Like, no era. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're great times. What's Alex Riley been up to? Like, has he has he been in the the news at all lately? How is how is how is life going for when him? When you say Alex Riley, do you mean the lead character of the uh, new sitcom starring Bobby Moynihan? <laughs> you know, I didn't think I was, but I guess I am. Is that a thing? Yes, it is a thing. What what, what what's going on there? What's going on there, Tim? Well, um, Bobby Moynihan um, from Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live, um, and mm-hmm. oh shit, guys. <laughs> These dang video <laughs> pop-up ads. That's okay. Bobby Moynihan, America's America's husky funny man. He's uh-huh. the he's he's the current Chris. Is he the current Chris Farley? Who's the current Chris Farley? Probably him, right? Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'd do that. He don't really do that kind of, like Chris Farley type comedy to me. He's a he's America's cleaned up Chris Farley. He's like <laughs> sure. Chris Farley without without the drugs, but also not not as funny. You know, not funny. Just not, not funny. Not- <laughs> Funny. He's great on Comedy Bang Bang whenever he's on there, but I don't really care for uh, Saturday Night Live or any of that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, he has a show called Me, Myself, and I, um, mm-hmm. and uh, his character will be called uh, Alex Riley. He will be Alex Riley. Oh, Riley. good. So Alex Riley has been eclipped already in popularity. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't Boy- Bobby Moynihan, isn't he like a wrestling fan as well? Um, so, like... Yeah, I believe I've heard, and he, like, he's referenced, uh, I've heard him reference wrestling yeah. in, in jokes and stuff. So he he, would, so he seems to be knowledgeable somewhat. He would know who Alex Riley was, so he could have like piped up, maybe he did pipe well, up and say. that's the thing, like, <laughs> like <laughs> even if you were just um, a casual fan, like let's say you watched every week. Yes. But that's all you did. Yes. Would you remember Alex Riley? <laughs> God, uh, if I was just watching Raw and SmackDown, yeah, like every week, even <sighs> when he was on there, like now, would you remember yeah. Alex Riley? <laughs> I'd remember. Mi- you know, people really liked his theme music for a while. Um, I'd remember the Mrs. Friend. I don't know if I'd remember much else beyond that, to be honest. Because like, he, he might he- would remember if somebody said, "Oh, he eliminated himself in the the Royal Rumble." The Royal Rumble that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I'd maybe remember that if, yeah. But if here's, I didn't... A, here's a better question then. Mm-hmm. If somebody said to you, hey, who's Kevin Kiley Jr.? Mm. <laughs> oh, well, that's that guy from Glow. Exactly. That's, that's the superstar from Glow. We, we see his sexy that's chest. the White Stallion. <laughs> Was that his name <laughs> in Glow? I can't remember. I think, I think so, yeah. Well, he, I know he on Twitter he likes to call himself the White Lion. God, oh, that was a boy. thing for a while. No, I think it's Steel Horse or something. Was Steel his name Horse, yes. Glow? Yeah, something like that. I really love how they put makeup all over his back to cover up his tattoo, but it just looked really <laughs> green and gross. That's just his back. Yeah. That's just his gangrenous back. What's a Steel Horse? 
Like Bon Jovi referenced one, but he was talking about like a bus, you know, mm. <laughs> like a tour Wait, do you bus. Think, you think he was talking about a tour bus? When Bon Jovi said, "On a steel horse I ride," yeah, that's what he's I, talking about. I thought he meant like a motorbike. Oh, oh maybe, maybe, but that would be a hog. That'd be like a steel hog, oh, right? Man. I would. I, I love mm. the fact that you think that a tour bus is a steel horse. <laughs> hey, but what is he riding? He's traveling from town to town. Yeah, but rocking them all. That's the reality. But in this, this is jo- Bon Jovi's like imagined fiction in the song. Like he's like yeah, a cowboy. But on like, a, he's he's totally alleged- riding a tour bus from town to town on a steel he horse. Pretends- he rides. Here's he the pre- thing: if he said on a steel hog I ride, it would be a much different song. <laughs> then yeah, then there'd be no yeah, that'd be that'd be something very. So different. what you're saying? But the song is about him traveling from town to town doing shows (laughs) i don't know if it is i think all right hold up a second i'm thinking your interpretation of this song may not necessarily be wrong but maybe an interesting interpretation (laughs) (laughs) there are no wrong interpretations yeah Let's have a look. All right, let's have a look at these lyrics. I'm just going to see one, two, dead or alive. Da, 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 da. This Alex Full Riley lyrics. segment is off the chase. This is Alex Riley. That's the problem with Alex Riley. It just takes you down these deep dark holes. There's a tribute band for Bon Jovi called Steel Horse. <laughs> All right, so I see. Some okay, so this is from the Young Gun soundtrack. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All the streets uh, which is a movie band. about the Wild West. Yes. yes, but in that it was just a regular mm, horse. I think, alright, so here's the No, pertinent. no, that ain't from Young Guns, right? <laughs> On a regular horse I ride They had a Young Guns song, but it wasn't one of Dead or Alive, right? Oh yeah, you're right, yeah. it was um, so, Dead, all right. yeah Alright, hold on, hold on, I've got, I've got the most pertinent lyrics Which I think, alright, so here's some lyrics it, it goes, I walk these streets A loaded six string on my back So that's him, he's definitely uh-huh, carrying see? a guitar This is guitar mm-hmm. I play for keeps, cause I might not make it back <laughs> I've been everywhere, still I'm standing tall I've seen I've a million, seen a million faces, faces, and I've rocked, and them, I've rocked all. them all. And now, <laughs> this... Alright, so he is singing it from the perspective of being a performer. I'm a cowboy on a still horse I ride, I'm wanted dead or alive. I think he's imagining himself as like, not... Man, it's difficult to say. Because I was going to say he's imagining himself as a like a, a guitar performer who isn't like Bon Jovi and isn't that successful. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know. So he's like the drifter, right? He's sort of like he's a like drifter. The, exactly. I think he's interpreting his lifestyle into how yeah. it would be for a cowboy. And in his lifestyle, he wasn't going town to town on a motorcycle. He was no. on a, bu- a tour bus. But he's also saying that he's wanted dead and or alive. also in the video, I'm pretty sure they show him in a tour of us during that part. Yeah. <laughs> so I see. This is, I see. So this is implanted in your mind from the video that he's yeah. referring maybe, to a tour of us. I've not seen the video. Fun. I've only heard the song. I think the lyrics back me up. I do. You think so? I'm a cowboy really on a still horse I ride. But a, 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 but a horse would only carry one person. <laughs> like a bus carries a lot of people. You're and being also way has too like... technical about it, though. This is a Bon Jovi song. This guy's saying bad medicine. Well, a, a horse a horse made of steel could conceivably carry more than one person. Maybe about three or four. <laughs> yeah, if we're talking like steel <laughs> horses. Who yeah. knows? You know what I think? I think a good compromise is, is that he is on a motorcycle, but he's towing the tour bus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see that making Richard sense. Richard right? in the tour bus, just like let me out. Right, and a bunch of babes, you know, and they're all just yeah. hanging out. And but he's still alone, you know. He's still because I think that that's yeah. kind of the point of the song is that he's, you know, he's a loner. And I, I'm going to songmeanings.com to see 
to see what they've got to say. Go to Rap Genius. Uh, yeah, go to Rap Genius. Go to Rap Genius. Yeah. This, oh, uh, this isn't very useful. I don't think they do. I think it's so literal that they've decided that people don't need uh, any more information. Oh, here All we right, are. Okay. I'm on Genius. The song is about the lonely life of a rock star. Bon Jovi sings about performing to lots of people who will blend together after a while. Blah, 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 blah. Producers of Young Guns 2 wanted to use this in the movie. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Can I go ahead and interrupt you and get to what matters Okay, wait, wait, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Six string on my back refers to the guitar. Steel horse is the tour bus. Boom. Damn. You just got vindicated. You just got vindicated. Thank you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I have have an alternate reading over here on Genius.com. And when you click on, on a steel horse I ride, the annotation, which has two contributors and two upvotes, says... The steel horse may refer to a motorcycle, an essential attribute to a stereotypical cool guy. The previous oh. line refers to one of the classic archetypes of a cool man, a cowboy. Yeah. And cowboys ride horses, but John can't really ride a horse, so he rides a motorcycle. The steel horse of a contemporary cowboy. He's, but, but he's not riding a motorcycle for I love talent. the implication that Buncho, he doesn't know how to ride a horse. <laughs> well, no, I think it's just more, it's not realistic. He's for this, real you short. Know, he probably could ride a horse. <laughs> All right, so that yours has got okay. Mine comes from songfacts.com. When does hey, yours come from? You can't from get more real than that. That's true. <laughs> mine has got okay. My my this article has twenty five likes on Facebook, uh, and the suggestion credit for the thing about the tour bus that comes from John in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> well, mine comes that... from Big Dude UK. Mm, okay, Ooh, okay, yeah. he has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh-huh. an idiot can say the facts. It takes a genius to interpret them. Oh, man. I'm just saying it doesn't fit into the song that he would be riding a motorcycle. <laughs> he's say, oh, he's talking Alex, about life on the road. As would a Alex star. Riley ride a motorcycle or a tour bus? <laughs> now, look, I, but I think that goes in my favor. Alex Riley, Riley is kind of an idiot. And he, yeah. would, he would interpret it as a motorcycle. Mm. Can I tell you what Leanne from Perth, Australia has to say? I would yes, love to Leanne. Hear from Leanne in Perth. The steel horse in this song is definitely a tour bus. John has said so himself. <laughs> but then, then, then Hunter from Cincinnati, uh, also in Ohio, which is where John was from. Uh, that's not a reference to the show. That's just a reference to the guy who had who said it was from uh, a tour bus. He says a steel horse is deaf. A reference to a motorcycle. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. And then so Camille... we're not the first person, the first people. Oh, I've, got, I've got one more. Uh, Camille okay. from Toronto. Uh, she says, my husband said the steel horse is a motorcycle, not a tour bus. And if Camille's husband <laughs> doesn't know, then, you know, what the fuck are we Mr. even doing? Mr. Camille. <laughs> what, if, what if it's a large bus that only has two wheels? That's... <laughs> <laughs> like two just big, thick, giant wheels. <laughs> Everybody has to sit just right to kind of keep it, keep it level. <laughs> you can't go to the bathroom because then it tips it over. Switch, switch. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I don't think we've. Oh, I. I'm sorry for making fun of you initially, Tim, because I thought it was ridiculous the idea that it would be a tour bus. Well, I, and I'm sorry for um, being so rude about it. No, you weren't. You you were a complete gentleman. Um, because obviously it was. It's a debated thing. It's holy debated. I'm not sorry for shit. But I'm right. It's yeah. definitely a motorcycle. Uh, well, I'm. I'm not so sure. I'm keeping an open mind right now well i don't think it's difficult to move on from that because like i don't think we're gonna have anything settled you know like, this <laughs> Do you just think feels... we should probably just end the show right here? i mean <laughs> i think maybe that's a good wait 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 we've got a commitment to our listeners do we have any questions from the listeners we have a cavalcade of questions 
<laughs> How many is a cavalcade? A whole steel works full of them. Wow. Delicious. Uh, yeah, if you want to send us questions, you can email them to wrestlingonair at gmail.com mm-hmm. or post them in the AskWOA hashtag. Our first question comes in from Jerry. Jerry asks, I think the billing order should be Tom and Oren, not Oren and Tom. Rationale mm. being Tom's obvious broadcasting gifts. These have been inherited from me, Tom's father. I'm retired now, but Google my greatest hits. He also says, mm-hmm. uh, "Yeah, that's a, that's some real uh, awful nepotism there from your father." That's also, well, he he gave uh, the the family name there, which I've which I've taken out because he's an old man, and I don't want the the, the, <laughs> the, the disgusting listeners to uh, to abuse him. I'm just going to do a quick search to see if any of his broadcasting stuff has ever shown up on YouTube or anything. Does he broadcast? Like, is he like a radio person? He was. Uh, he would be. He would occasionally guest on a radio show, and he ah. would do some TV stuff talking about um, what was going on in Birmingham and the Chamber of <laughs> Commerce. <laughs> so, oh, you know what? He, he, there are there are bits of him on YouTube. Okay, so if yeah. you if you if you know what my surname is, then you, you can Google search my dad. It. Yeah, search my dad and see how he is. And Tom, your surname is Sonfeld, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. You know, what's the deal with my dad? Jerry also wanted had a couple more uh, suggestions for us. Yeah, Jerry, none of these are actually questions. He just says statements. No. So thanks, Dad. Jerry, Jerry just wants to tell us things, which yeah. is very nice of your dad to do. It. Yeah, you've got to respect it. Jerry also suggests that the Shadow Boys should be a permanent house band, uh, like Stray Human on the Colbert Late Show. And also, uh, Jerry says, you should invite me to co-host one day. Now, can yeah. I take this one? Can I take this? Please You do. can take these statements. Yeah, sure. Jerry, <laughs> uh, to, to respond to your uh, your suggestion that someday you should be the co-host, absolutely not. Mm. Mm. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. yeah. Do you have Do you have reasoning? I mean, that's my that's my dad, man. That's my dad. He just kind of rubbed me the wrong way with this one. All right. Yeah. It's, it's okay. kind of the thing. It, mm-hmm. He okay. specifically put you on blast, or... It was a little nepotistic. A little yeah. nepotistic, and also suggesting that uh, mm. the billing should be Tom and Oren, and not mm. Oren and Tom, when, okay. as we all know, ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We love the classics. That's true. We do love the classics. Uh, That's a good point. I also like that my dad completely fails to to acknowledge either of the other members of the podcast. (laughs) We're used to it. (laughs) Which is just how it is now, I guess. Sorry, guys. Hey, thanks, Dad. Hey, thanks, Dad. I'll I'll give you a call. Probably like the day after this comes out. All right. Okay. I'll talk to you then, man. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, he can Dad. send us some of his YouTube clips, and we can decide if we want. Yeah, to we can send some. Yeah, send send what you think is your best YouTube clip, Dad. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show you how to do YouTube when when I call you. All right. Uh, we get another question in from the email mm. from Tim K. Tim mm. asks, "Hello, long time listener, first time caller. How does the gang feel?" about anime wrestling Mm. my concern is that the impossible slash fantastical will replace what is possible (laughs) in real life regards tim k Mm. oh man that is a good question anime wrestling i'll also say he he had a link to uh, a youtube clip of the tiger mask w show oh yeah 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 i've seen i've seen bits and pieces of that is any good no, I don't fucking know. I don't want you to. Don't know. <laughs> all right. Fuck off. All right. First of all, sucks. <laughs> don't. That's disgusting. If there's it anyone, seems come fine. on. It seems. Oh my 
God. Are you taking a stance of being anti-anime now, Socks, in a, in a, no, in a cruel I, twist for all the listeners? I only watch some anime. Uh, I'm kind right. of watching Boku no Hero Academia, but that's uh, it. Alright, some, someone uh, who's not Socks talk about anime wrestling. Like, I don't understand what, what was his problem? What's what He's worried about that the over-the-top uh, the fun... The impossible fantastical will replace what is possible in real life, which I think is a very thoughtful point. Is he point. Dr. Seuss? What's he saying? Come on. <laughs> he's... Wor- don't... Again, Tim K. Tim is just getting a little bit uh, jealous that there's another Tim making an appearance on the podcast. <laughs> I-, I thought your question was very good and very thoughtful. Um, it, is, it is a good question, but I don't, I don't, I don't think we have anything to worry about. I like, don't think. Yeah, I think when you watch real wrestling, like you, you're not, you don't have any expectations as far as like you know storytelling. Like you know pretty soon that you know you're not getting some good stuff. <laughs> you're just having to deal with it. There's so many different like types of wrestling out now. You can always find what you want. You're not going to ever have to worry about well, wrestling conforming to one solid thing. Okay, but what if you do want, like, anime wrestling specifically, and you want, like, um, a dragon, an actual dragon, not just, like, someone dressed up like mm, a dragon. Okay. Like, you know, doing So, a, like, Drago, a real dragon. Like, exactly. I don't know what. what? Doing, like, a suplex from someone off the moon into, like, a volcano yeah, or something. You're going to mm. have to go to a cartoon for that. Okay, all right. So you you say so there is a place for anime wrestling, Tim. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there's a place for all kinds of wrestling. All right, more. Jesus, more, more, more. <laughs> you're just hungry for wrestling. Just keep <laughs> Give it me going. wrestling. Let me eat it up. Yeah. That's what I say. Is there any kind of wrestling that there is not a place for? Yes, um, comedy. Um, is it intergender com- wrestling? It's WWE. <clears throat> WWE wrestling is the only wrestling there's no place for. I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of people shitty on intergender wrestling, like just as a concept, like mm. just because historically intergender wrestling is only has maybe maybe there are way more bad moments in the in it than there are good moments. Mm. But I kind mm. of there- feel I, I feel like that's that to to actually have a kind of equality that is how it should eventually go is that. Break down the fucking gender barrier conventions. Let's just have mm-hmm. people wrestle people. It's it's a there's, there there's should... a lot of gray area there, and I think we do have mm. to grow into it. But I do not think the like yeah. a mainstream fan is ready for that yet. Mm. In a lot of ways, I don't, I don't want WWE mm. mainstream fan. Sure. Well, I would say like if we can do anything to outlaw Joey Ryan, then fantastic. <laughs> like anything to stop us from having to deal with any more Joey Ryan matches would be would be wonderful. But I definitely think it's good that we keep talking over the woman trying to talk about yes, the exactly. wrestling. As this is a, this is a perfect representation of how uh, intergender wrestling conversations usually go. Oren, your thoughts. Mm, next question, please. <laughs> oh, <come> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh dear. Socks, any more questions? Uh, sure. <laughs> we have a question here from Oakgan. Oakgan yes. asks, Eddie Edwards posted a photo of his GHC title next to his DVDs. What jumps out at you? What else do you think he's got out of frame? Man, so listeners, just take a moment, and may- maybe we'll put this on like the Wrestling uh, on Earth like uh, Twitter account, this picture, just to make sure that you mm-hmm. have access to it. But my God, this is... I. This is a hot question. Like, I I need to compose myself when, like, answering this question because it's something that I immediately want to talk about, but I don't want to take it from anyone else's hands because it's some great stuff. So it's a picture of it's a picture of Eddie Edwards' Eddie Edwards's GHC wrestling title on his DVD shelf, and he's got about how many DVDs would you say? Like, a fifty DVDs in frame, maybe something you know, 40 like that. Or 50? Yeah. yeah, a lot. There's a lot. A lot. There's a lot of TV shows and. <laughs> 
Oh, God. does anyone want to go first? Because I've got something that I immediately want to talk about and Tom, point out. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's got, uh, let's see, three seasons of Charmed. <laughs> two, <laughs> two of them seem to still be in the plastic uh, wrapping. And uh, I'm just really excited. I want to talk to Eddie Edwards about his feelings on Charmed. And I want to find out why why are they still in the plastic wrapping? And is the last one... like Okay. <laughs> I've got to compose myself because I get too excited when I start talking about Charmed. But uh, is this is a situation that he bought three... There was like a sale on Charmed DVDs and he bought three seasons of Charmed. <laughs> and he watched the first season of Charmed and he was like, I don't like this very much. I'm never going to take the rest, the either the other two out of their plastic wrapping. I'm just going to put them but on my shelf. But he's making a huge mistake. <laughs> he has to continue the great series Charmed. That's where it gets good in the second and third seasons, I think. But I, okay, you guys, you guys take it for a while. I just need to do a little bit of research. Charmed DVDs. All right. So I'll go ahead mm-hmm. and say that I'm most impressed with uh, the fact that you can see about a third of Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> I'd like to think that he intended to cut that out of the frame, but I... that he kind of fucked up and it ended up in there anyway. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think he's. I. I don't think he's got that level. I don't think he's at that. I don't think he's worried about people. Um, you know, dunking on his DVD collection because he's got some much worse stuff in there. Guys, I've got breaking news on Charmed. So mm, please. the season of Charmed that is out of its plastic wrapping, that is the, I think that's the, wait, is that the one, two, three, four, five, six? That's the seventh season of Charmed. So he's got seasons one, two, and seven of Charmed. So maybe he's like the type of person that, that reads the back of the book first to uh, know what happens and then work up. Isn't that crazy though? Like, yeah. So he he hasn't even the cracked the first season. The thing he has of... here though is is like a, a three disc set. Like that one's huge. Like that has to be yeah. several seasons in itself. That, no, no, that is just that, that's just like the first season back when you know when DVD sets were much oh, bulkier. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's just season one. <laughs> then I think the next one I'm doing. I'm having to. Yeah. The next one is season two, and then the next one is season seven, and there's eight seasons of Charmed. So what the fuck is going on with yeah, your watching is... your Charmed, Eddie Edwards? And <laughs> season is seven is the only one that's opened up i i can't deal with that right now i think it's kind of wild that he has five family guy dvds <laughs> but like in the sense of like i think it's wild that he's kind of showing restraint and not getting more family guy dvds <laughs> like he's, he's no not, longer yeah. which family guy he likes mm-hmm. and he's not expanding past that <laughs> <sighs> um and also he still has some entourage in in the uh in the wrapper, uh, wrapper yeah. here yeah. but not all yeah. of them and they're not, not in them, order yeah. They're not in order at all. It's he's not shown a commitment to like alphabet, al, the alphabet, alphabetization oh of his collection. There's just one one season of How I Met Your Mother just hanging out over here. Yeah, he's got one season of How I Met Your Mother hanging out here, and then later in the picture are two more How I Met Your Mother DVDs. Yeah. He is not even keeping them together. Yeah. This is outrageous. And you know what else is bullshit? Is he has paranormal hey, but activity. How I Met Your three. Mother couldn't keep it together either. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, what were you saying, Aaron? Well, it doesn't matter. We can just talk over me again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I didn't mean to. He has he has Paranormal Activity three, but not one and two. And <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that was a game changer. That was that was widely considered one that just like broke the format apart and just uh, reassembled it in a, in a brave new way. Um, <laughs> God, look at all these DVDs. Yeah, the Eddie Edwards. I mean, th- there was like a long-standing joke on like the old um, like Kevin Steen's like Weekend Escapades thing that Eddie Edwards had terrible taste in like films and liked Adam Sandler and stuff. <laughs> but it, it's it's more like 
it's so I, I like that this kind of a, like continues to establish that, but there's a lot of layers to it. Like he's an interesting guy. This is almost like I don't. I wonder if this is even his shelf of DVDs. Like, is mm. this like his wife's, or is this? Does he have a roommate? Like, are these all his DVDs? Mm. There's a lot of questions which need to be answered. And we're neglecting the second part of Ogan's question, which is what's out of frame. God. Mm. Uh, hopefully, seasons three, four, five, six, and eight of Charmed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Aside from that, man. Uh, the, the fucking possibilities are limitless. He can have literally anything. Seriously. Like, the, I, nothing would surprise me at this point, you know? I'm going to say there's a great big plush stuffed Stewie sitting <laughs> on this shelf. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, that, that makes sense. Like, you think he has got, you think his DVD shelf isn't strictly DVDs? You think there's like collectibles and yes. other stuff there? <laughs> Nice. He does have a Blu-ray of Snitch in between equal. You had to give that another go. He has a Blu-ray of Snitch in between a couple of his other DVDs. Oh man, he's not even separating uh, no. the DVDs from the Blu-rays. This is what is this guy doing? This so is crazy. He definitely has a copy of Mr. Deeds somewhere. <laughs> oh god, and Little Nicky as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, what about what about? Do y'all think he has Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson Shanghai Noon? He's got Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. No, yes. I think those are a little too highbrow for him. <laughs> oh man, I, man, I don't know. He has, he has Rush Hour Two over here. Yeah, that's that's the, you know, probably the same uh, the same thing. Man, what a qu- yeah, everyone. I, I, just look at this picture for a while and just think about what's going on. And then think about your own DVD collection as well, if you still have a DVD collection, and think about how it's displayed. Because people are going to be looking at it, and people are going to be making assumptions about what kind of person you are. Oh, man. Let's have another question. Sure. Uh, Raul asks, what is the official wrestling on air pizza? Uh, I think the way that we should do this is all go around the table in, the pod- <laughs> in our podcast studio and pick one ingredient and um, mm. see where it goes from there. I'll go first. Fresh mozzarella cheese. I want to go last. Okay. okay. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> Giant slabs of American cheese. <laughs> Delicious. Tim? Um, about uh, two pounds of uh, pepper jack cheese. Mm. <laughs> My mouth is watering. This sounds delicious. Aaron? Mm. I'm going to go with a nice fat log of craft processed cheese food. Mm. <laughs> processed cheese food. Mm. Does that come in a log? Like, is that yes. a, like a cylindrical log? Oh, mm-hmm. man. I don't yeah, but I'm not taking that. it okay. out of the wrapper. <laughs> oh, God. So there you go. Just uh, make it at home. Just get one of those pizza bases and just, just have yourself a delicious wrestling yeah, on the pizza. Uh, hey, do we have a question from our, our angel, the angel of the podcast, RJ? Yeah, our good, good buddy RJ, our mm. friend Ruben asks, we all know The Rock killed the Fast and Furious franchise, but but which wrestler would revive the Fast and Furious franchise? God. Um, someone with cinematic experience, someone who's looking for like a shot in their arm for their own career. I think it's going to be Carlito. Carlito's a good... What would Carlito be doing? He'd just be standing there with an apple, like an open drug the apple cord that worm drops. Oh. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Uh, I think Hulk Hogan would be good. Uh, as the, sure. Because oh. like, the Fast and the Furious crew is notoriously multicultural. Uh, so I, I would like to see Hulk Hogan as the villain, uh, who, you know, is having to stop himself in every scene from, like, saying the most disgusting slurs you've ever heard. 
Uh, and and he manages it. And then at the end of the film, we all forgive him for being a terrible racist. And then Vince is just right there welcoming, welcoming yeah. him back with open arms. Yeah, he's, he's re-establishing his, his statue in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to have to go with Emma. Ooh, you, that's a frequent pick for you yeah. with, with these types of questions. I mean, I'm not debating it, but it's, you know, she is very well, versatile. Well, he, well, it's hear a me good out. pick. Hear yeah. me mm. So she has on her sexy cop outfit, right? Mm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And she is, uh, she's in pursuit. Uh, she's, she's a, she's a cop, of course. So she's, of course, you know, she's, yeah. she's chasing after uh, a villain, whoever you know that is. Uh-huh. Maybe she is the villain. Maybe, she, maybe the police is the villain mm. in the next movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but anyway, as it is in real life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So she's, she's a dirty, dirty cop. A dirty yeah. cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck pigs. Fuck the pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and just, oh, no. so just, just imagine yeah. her on the cover of the DVD, kind of over in the corner, sort of. Uh, Mm-hmm. She's got her glove, you know, and, and with one hand the glove is up, and with the other hand she's sort of pulling at the glove, doing that sort of sinister Ooh. Emma thing oh. that she does. And ju- just ima- yeah, imagine those DVDs flying off the shelves. I can imagine a bunch of sweaty hands just like pouring them up, taking them to the cash register, and paying their twenty dollars plus tax, and uh, yeah, whisking them home. Yeah, I can I can believe that. Thank you, Tim. Any ideas? No. Next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, RJ, has, RJ has another question. Um, mm. And RJ asks, will Evolve still be on Flow Slam by the time this podcast comes out? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like they're both as bad as each Well, <laughs> they're kind, they kind of deserve each other in a way. I think they're just going to be stuck. Each, like, they're going to be stuck with each other, you know? Like, yeah, they're going to be stuck with each other. They're never going to figure <laughs> this out. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be just in a terrible relationship uh, for the rest of, uh, you know, uh, the rest of time, I think. I think Evolve's going to jail. Evolve's <laughs> going to jail. Emma's uh, arresting <laughs> Evolve, and they're going straight to the slammer. Will Flow Slam wait for Evolve, though? Like, for when it gets out of jail? <laughs> <laughs> Flo Slam will have yeah. moved on. It'll move on. Yes. Flo Slam will have moved on, but still come for conjugal visits. Chances are if Flo Slam uh, passes away while uh, Evolve <laughs> is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so technically Evolve wins. Like, they're, they're at least not dead, maybe. I don't know. No, nobody oh, wins out of this mm. scenario. Do we have any more hey, questions? Let's have another question. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Jesus. Motherfucker. Nice. Motherfucker. Dustin asks. WWE has teased in their latest survey doing their version of Game of Thrones. What are some other prestige dramas you would like to see them take a crack at, and who would you cast as the lead? So I will I will just read out the the, the, the the section from the WWE survey about this. So they're asking about all the kinds of content that you might like to see on the WWE network. Uh, one of them was original scripted dramas. Wrestling-themed mm. series inspired by wrestling's colorful and rich history, such as WWE's version of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so that was the thing about dramas. They also had... I mean, I'm going to slip this into this question as well. They also acted, asked about original scripted comedies. Comedies mm. such as WWE Superstar Roasts, Southpaw Regional okay. Wrestling, or WWE's mm. version of The Office. Which... That's a much more confusing prospect than WWE's version of Game of Thrones, because that's, like, very different types of comedy shows. It's confusing, but the Office one sounds way more promising than Game of Thrones. I want it all. Yeah. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Do you say uh, wrestler roast? Yeah, like wrestler roast. Yeah, yeah wrestler good. roast. Wrestler. Oh wait, wait, wait! I thought you were doing like a joke about Game of Thrones, like where it's in Westeros, um. and then you, but you were saying wrestlers. Oh, uh. oh I made a, I made a pun where there wasn't one. I'm sorry for yeah. that, Tim. I feel like the wrestler roast, like no one in them would be as 
good of a sport as like the actual Comedy Central roast. Yeah, like wrestlers but, are too thin skinned. Yeah, for that's that. that's the fun part of it. After the first question, the wrestler would just leave. You know, that that wouldn't last. Uh, but do you, do you guys think original dramas would work with the, yes, the current WWE definitely. roster? Definitely, I want to see it so bad. What do you want to see? <laughs> like, what do you have in mind? What do you think they could do? Okay, um, right, a, hmm. a Sopranos. Uh, WWE's version of Sopranos, except uh, oh, yeah. about the McMahons, and it's really just an excuse for Vince to call everybody Big Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. That That's all you need, really. Like, I would watch that. That's kind of enough, isn't it? Or a Breaking Bad with um, sure. Regal and Daniel Bryan, Bryan uh-huh. except they're, sealing orga- they're making organic healing oils, and they're not approved by the FDA. <laughs> I'd, I mean, uh, d- when you say organic healing oils, are they basically steroids, <laughs> or is it like no, you know, whatever it's, properties? It's, they're supposed they to heal you if you're injured, but they but don't. They don't actually do anything. <laughs> <But> they don't <laughs> because herbal medicine sucks. Yeah, I think just exploring Daniel Bryan's bad opinions or you know homeopathic remedies and stuff would be a lot of fun. <laughs> just just to show about Sorry. that, that would be good. Uh, Orange, do you have any fun ideas? I don't want to see anything WWE produces ever. It's, not, it's a no. It's a no for me. <laughs> right, no. Here's what I'm thinking. We take mm. the Office concept. We yes. take the Game of Thrones concept. I we love take it. the wrestlers starring. Smash them all together. Yeah. All one big pile that doesn't make any sense. You'd see all their tits and their dicks. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm changing my tune. <laughs> I have a good idea now. Um, right. Is yeah. anyone familiar with the old uh, variety show Circus of the Stars? Yes, yes, obviously. Yes, Tom, I know you are. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. a Circus of the Stars, but with the WWE superstars, where Ooh, yeah. we have them <sighs> doing, doing you know, things like tight ropes, maybe doing like trampoline acts, acrobatics and that type of thing. Maybe mm-hmm. someone gets shot out of a cannon. I feel like I've seen this. Is that... Man, maybe my brain's just inventing this. I'm sure I remember. Didn't they bring back Circus of the Stars and wasn't there like an old wrestler involved? Man, look at mm. them. Are you this thinking up. about Battle of the Network Stars? Man, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Because I think of. they brought that That's back. That's a good a one bit. too, though. Yeah. But I specifically, I'm aiming for a circus here. This needs yeah. to be a circus. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Wrestling, a wrestle circus, yes. if you will. Yeah, a wrestle circus, man. I don't know. I think we've had enough wrestle circus for uh, for the time. <laughs> 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 would we have to tip them? Would we? Have, would it be on Twitch? Would we have to tip them? I don't want to do that. It's too, it's too much. Uh, but hey, do we have another question? Hey, yeah. Sarah asks, <gasps> woman to woman, would you share an Uber slash taxi with New Jack? Cue the theme music. Woman to woman. Oh boy, would I share an Uber slash taxi with me, Jack? The answer is yes, I'd be happy to. And I'll tell you why. I want to see his forehead up close. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that the only reason why? No other concerns? No. Just his forehead. Just his forehead. Just his forehead. I feel feel like getting up close, I don't think he'd hurt me, you know? Um, Mm. Woman to woman, always carry some mace, uh, just in case New Jack does hurt you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, even if there's like a 60% chance that New Jack hurts you, uh, (laughs) it's still worth it to, to see that forehead up close. And you've got that mace, so you're ready, you know? Would you be worried about the hepatitis that might exist? Or um, or is New Jack okay? Like, what do we know about that? Well, I think 
Hmm. First of all, you're you're as usual a little happy with the hepatitis uh, accusations. <laughs> hey, I'm just worried. I'm I'm not accusing anyone. I'm just saying. Hey, let, let's let's be safe. I think let's it might. Tom, I think it might be worth Thomas it. Hep happy. Yeah, Thomas hep happy, and I think it might be worth it to investigate <laughs> whether or not you have hepatitis at this point because it seems like there's a lot of projection <laughs> going on. Absolutely, I'm ready. I I would love to find out. That would be. Let's uh, get you. Let's get you one of those mail order hepatitis tests, and we can uh, we can look at it yeah. in the next episode. Let's do it. But uh, no, no, I'm not worried about mm. catching hepatitis from New Jack because I don't think New Jack's going to shank me. Um, I don't think I'm okay. going to have any kind of, can you get hepatitis from sex? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's one of the mm. main oh. ways to get it, right? Sorry. I've, Isn't it? I've, I've never, I've never had sex. I wouldn't know. But um, <laughs> so don't have sex with New so Jack. So just don't have sex yeah. with New Number Jack. One. Don't do blood stuff mm. with New Jack, Sarah, and I think yeah. you'll be safe. And spray his eyes full of mace. Uh, next question, please. Sure. Sydney asks, please discuss the episode of The Nanny where Nanny met Fran Drescher and made snide comments about her flat hair. Uh, I So this is my wife, Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Yes. Uh, so we I looked up on YouTube the other day uh, The Nanny Laugh because I wanted to be reminded of her beautiful <laughs> laugh. And one of the first clips that came up was an episode of The Nanny where The Nanny meets Fran... Like, Fran Drescher playing The Nanny meets the actual Fran Drescher. And they have, like, a weird interaction. It's very, very confusing. It's, mm. like, it, it, it kind of breaks the fourth wall, but then it kind of reassembles it, but then breaks it again. It's... it's That's a weird show. Do, do, have you seen that? You, you're a big Nanny fan, Tim. Do you remember this? I, that's, yeah, I was actually wanting to say this. Um, I used to be in a situation in my life where I'd watch The Nanny every night. <laughs> Um, not necessarily um, something I wanted to do, um, yeah. but it just happened to me. But I do not yeah. remember this episode, and it's driving me crazy. Man, is it? Could it have been another Fran Drescher vehicle? Like, did she have any other shows where she would have met herself? Here's here's what I. How exactly was it portrayed? Like, did they clone her? Was it like a twin situation? No, no, no it was it, just two separate people, right? Like, that's yeah, how I understand. Just it. two separate people. It was just like it was like they just she they were checking it at a hotel or something, and the nanny hmm. sees Fran Drescher, and it was like you know the split screen, you know, like you know like they do with all the fantastic Eddie Murphy hmm. films. And the nanny's like, oh, that's friend Drescher. And then they have a conversation and they kind of like make quips back and forth at each other. And then, but then it seems like friend Drescher is also playing the nanny in a show of her own. It gets really, <laughs> it gets really confusing. It, it's really, and then they kind of reference, oh, it's so confusing. Guys, just watch it. Just look, search for the nanny laugh and then you'll, you'll probably find it. It's like the third one down. Search for the nanny laugh and see where it takes you. Yeah, just see where it takes you. Man, it, man, I, I can't imagine watching that show regularly, but uh, yeah, it was very educational. <laughs> Uh, Sydney also asks, "What are Nikki's chances on Dancing with the Stars?" Have you guys have, have you guys seen like her performance on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, I watched it. What do you think? It seemed pretty good to she me. She did a move at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She did the dance move or a wrestling move? She wrestling a wrestling move. move, right? Yeah. What move did she do? Like a body slam? I think it was just a body slam. I think it was just a body. Was it? She kind of she slam? kind of like tossed the guy, kind of flipped him over a little bit. I think. And then, yeah. Yeah. and then he like he started tapping. She pinned oh. him, and he started tapping out. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. See, I was thinking she did like a cross-legged Owen driver and just broke his neck. No, no, it was <laughs> no. It was just a body slam. I I oh, thought okay. her dancing was pretty good. I was. <laughs> I knew Tom wanted to say something right there. I can feel it. No, no, I didn't want to say anything. I, I've, I've learned my lesson from previous episodes about um, you know, what I hope happens to people after they have wrestling moves done on them. 
<laughs> no, I, I, I thought she did a good job dancing. And I, I would say, I bet she finishes third. I bet she finishes third in the whole thing. I am going to go out on a limb. Who else is on there? Frankie, Frankie Munez. He's going to sure. be injured before it's over. <laughs> That's what I was going to uh, say, too. Yes. He has, yeah, like if anybody's ever seen his Twitter account knows he just lives like a really pathetic life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Extreme shots at Frankie Muniz. <laughs> Oren, you've seen you've seen Frankie Muniz's depressing tweets before, right? Yes, Frankie. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. if Frankie Muniz is the competition, I feel yeah. like Nikki has a chance. But at the same time, Nikki is so hobbled uh, by her own history of injuries. Uh, that's true. That yeah. I think that the poetic justice in this situation is for Frankie to beat Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately fall and hurt himself. Yes. <laughs> they hurt themselves on All each right. other somehow. Yeah. If that's so they both yes. end up in wheelchairs is what you're saying. Correct. Um, who, who on there is more famous than Frankie Muniz? <laughs> Let's see. Nick Let- Lech- How do you say Lachey. Nick Lachey? Nick Lachey. Oh, the- Lachey? Did you say his name? Oh my God. I had no idea. Which is how much I know. Uh, um, yeah, there's who's there's Debbie Gibson. She seems like she's probably got some experience. Yeah, but it, it, see, it turns into a popularity contest. So Nick Lachey will probably come out on top. Come right? on, Nikki Bella and the Bella Army. You got to be kidding yourself. See, yeah, the Bella Army. This this is the true test for them, right? This is what it's all added up to. This is their moment to see if they really I think, matter. I think Nikki's got it. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fail her. The Bella Army is gonna fail Nikki. <laughs> No way. Because There's someone from Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, carry on. No, I, I'm just saying they're gonna they're gonna fail her because everyone's team Bree right now. Bree's got that. I don't. She's got that baby sympathy thing true. going. And I don't know. I think people are turned off by Bree right now. She's got. She sounds weird. She does sound <laughs> weird. Can we talk don't, about Bree sounding oh weird no. for a second? No. I don't mean in terms of attraction. I just mean she just her mouth. She's got a weird mouth she now. Got, I don't really she got. She got fillers really. in her mouth. She, yeah. What is she going? Got lip is that what's happened? Yes. Yeah. Uh. I think I think Nikki Bella's got this. To be honest, Socks, you got uh, lip injections too, right? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I just needed them fuller. What did you get injected in there, by the way? Cream cheese. <laughs> cream cheese, delicious. Strawberry jam. <laughs> yum. Cream cheese in the top one, strawberry jam in the bottom. What a what a Let's treat. Just smash those lips together yum, and have yum. a snack. Yeah. <laughs> but but Socks, can we have another question? For God's sake. Sure. <laughs> We're trapped on a desert island. No food. Somebody finally has to say it. Somebody, let's pop Fox's lips. <laughs> Suck them dry. Socks? <laughs> yes. Brain cluttered asks which pre-social media wrestling personalities could mm. be legendary content powerhouses in today's world. Uh, it's tough to say. I would love to see Andre the Giant's Twitter. <laughs> do you think he'd just be like the great Kali, but just like French rather than Indian? I think he'd be sort of like Rusev. Yeah, I think, no, that's. A good I think point. He, I think he'd yeah. be sort of wickedly funny, uh, yeah, yeah. but in a way that's also very stupid. Andre does have that like really legendary uh, quote where he's, mm-hmm. uh, "It's I don't speak badly of people. I have grown mm-hmm. up thinking and being told that if you cannot say something nice about someone, you should not say anything at all. I must break this rule in this case because I hate Hulk Hogan very much. He's a big <laughs> ugly goon and I want to squash his face. <laughs> that w- if, yeah, that would be good tweet content, yeah. If it's nothing but that, that's quality. He'd have to type that yeah. out in notes and then screen cap it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Just post I imagine a link, like a link that didn't go to anything. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah, there'd be a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can do another huh. question if you want. Sure. Aaron asks, 
Would you rather watch Mother with an overanalyzing Drew Gulak or mm. make a PowerPoint with Darren Aronofsky? <sighs> Aronofsky so would, would, would you, be different. Yeah, I, you want to make a PowerPoint with Aronofsky? I like making PowerPoints. Mm. Uh, Aronofsky would be... Okay, so here's, here's, here's the problems that would happen with Aronofsky. He'd want to use his own font, which he probably created <laughs> himself. <laughs> but then he'd, like... The file format he'd have it in wouldn't be, like, you know, uh, compatible with, like, Microsoft Office. So we'd no. have to find, like, workarounds and stuff. And I'd say, can't we just use this one? Can't we just use Helvetica? Like, it's very readable. And he just says, oh, no, it's... it's that, that's, that, that's too that's too obvious. That's too obvious. We've got to use this for my vision. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch Mother with Gulak. I mean... Yeah. You want like, Gulak, like, every single second going, like, oh, this is a reference to the Bible. As long as he's not pausing it. Like, as long as we can just keep oh, watching the film. Oh, he's pausing it. He's pausing oh, it fuck. over and over again. <sighs> that's... Okay, has, so that'll probably be... He has a lot be... he needs to explain to you. Okay, that'll maybe be five hours of my life. Uh... <laughs> the PowerPoint yeah, would take at least six. Yeah, the PowerPoint could just go Six on to forever. 12. That'd just be painful. We wouldn't even get started with the PowerPoint. That's no. a problem. I'll I'll do Mother with uh, Gulak, please. Okay. Uh, <sighs> uh, you know, I made Drew Gulak laugh once at an Evolve show. Jesus, this <laughs> fucking story again. So I... everybody has a Gulak story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got one Gulak story which they keep sharing. <laughs> Thanks. Check Arden. my check my Twitter for the deets on that, but um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and watch uh, Mother with Drew Gulak because I feel like I could yeah. just repeatedly just kind of pop him, you know, over and over again with some. <laughs> with my, that relationship now. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I that. feel like he and I kind of have something going, and that I, it could be a really fun watch for the both of us. The thing is, like. I would probably actually enjoy watching Mother with Drew Gulak. <laughs> I guess that one. Tim, how about you? you gonna I just don't want point? any part of either one of those things. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be shot then. You're gonna be put to death. You've got to choose one. Um, I would do the PowerPoint just because, like, why not? You know, it's a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, let's get this it'll over be, with. It'll be fun to have on your resume at least. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. You can get places from doing a PowerPoint with them. Yeah, Socks, I can manage one more question. That's it, though. Uh, I don't know. Can we even manage one more, though? Like, just can, should we? One more. Just one okay, more. Okay, one more. All right. Uh, Jack asks, what do you think Nathan Fielder would do to make Dean Ambrose, Bobby Roode, and Drew McIntyre more and more exciting? Let's see. I think Dean Ambrose, uh, he would kind of, like, see that... Um, the 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 insane thing like there's a logical conclusion to that and just uh, make him actually ex- insane and just come out and explain you know what his specific mental problem is and just like you know have him talk about his the medication that he's on mm. and just kind of raise awareness about like you know um you know mental uh, mental health and just kind of remove the stigma away from you know that being uh, you know something that some people are ashamed to talk about. So I think that That'd would be, be really a, positive, a very yeah. valuable thing. Yeah. Or he could go the other way and admit to never having anything and apologizing um, <laughs> yes. because it was very gross of him to do this. Yes. And then he could just kind of kind of go into like a like a lazy guy kind of uh, character <laughs> where he just wears like jogging pants and stuff. Just mm. the guy that likes to sit at home and drink a beer. Yeah, that's not. That's basically just him changing yeah. his genes for jogging without bands. the problematic mental thing <laughs> going on. <Yeah. laughs> so just yeah, that's yeah, that'd be much more appealing. Yeah, just give that up. Yeah, I've kind of noticed lately, and this is this is a bit of a, like divergence here, but I've noticed that Dean Ambrose's uh, genes are not actually genes anymore. They're just like gene print tights. Yeah, they're, they're fabric and they stretch. 
Yeah. What? It's like, they, that's kind of fucked up, right? Hold He's up. giving up denim. Are they they're jeggings? They're, yeah, they're jegging. you can tell that it's not re- the real fabric, uh, the real denim fabric. Let me fabric. look this up. Dean Ambrose jegging. Wow. <laughs> How is this not what we've been talking about the entire time we've been recording? <laughs> I'm not seeing... All right, hold up a second. I'm gonna you have to watch it in action, because it's like, you look at those <laughs> jeans, and you go, those are those are way too tight. That is not yeah. how jeans yeah. work. Slugs is totally right. It's something you have to see in action. Because uh, he definitely used to wear real jeans, right? Yeah, I think he did at some point. I think so. Uh, I don't know. Like I've been like I noticed it, and then when I've watched older stuff, I'm I'm yeah. starting to question if he ever wore real <laughs> jeans, guys. Well, here's I'll, here's the hmm. other fucked up thing. Like our truth was recently on Raw, and then yeah. I noticed his jeans were also skinnier. Is he wearing jeggings as well? Is there a, I... a fake jean phenomena going on inside the WWE? I think there is. But are they not? They're not. Are they, they're not fitted against his calves and stuff, though, right? Is he? Cause, no, cause... no, no. They're 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 like not jeggings, but they're like that elasticy kind of denim thing. They're like that's pa- going on. they're like pajama jeans. Yeah, pajama jeans. Yes, pajama jeans. God, a new concept. This is something for me to think about. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do some research here. But this is this is kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. This is kind of fucking kind, me kind up. Kind of blowing my mind. Yeah. yeah, this is a lot to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh Jeez. God, well. On that I don't note, know if I can carry on. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go look at a bunch of pictures of, well, a bunch of videos of Dean Ambrose. That's one that's the only way to get it across, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, that's the fucked up thing is you actually have to watch a Dean Ambrose wrestle, which not I a lot of people want to do. I'm not prepared to do that. That'll yeah. Be that's how he's gotten away with it for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Just no one's been watching. God. Man, the things that you can get away with in the WWE. Um, God. Oren, is that our show? Uh, Tom, I think that's our show. Socks, Tim, is that our show? Yeah, it is. That sounds like our show. Thanks for asking. Mm. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for being here. And you guys, too, at home. Guys and gals out there. Thanks for listening. Thanks, listeners. Yeah. This one's for you. So, uh, so it's been me, your co-host, Oren. You can find me at Ann on Twitter. Hey, Tom, where can mm. we find you? Tom Blog on Twitter. Um, if, if you do know my, my surname, then you can look up my dad as well. Uh, <laughs> don't, like... Don't don't like harass him and don't be unkind to him. Like he he can't really tell the difference between good attention and bad attention. So he'll he'll accept all attention. But you know, just just for me, don't don't be too mean to him. Yeah, and don't uh, don't dox Tom's dad, you guys. Yeah, don't dox my dad. Yeah, don't don't dox my dad. That's my new rap. <laughs> that I'm, I'm releasing. Hey Tim. Yeah. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Welcome, and that 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 would be me if you find it. Where can we find your dad, man? <laughs> um, usually at the supermarket. Really? Does yeah. he go to the supermarket a lot? Yeah, he likes yeah. he likes to hang out in like the snack aisle. Yeah, well, that's a good dad aisle. Yeah, that's that's a good place to, for dads to meet other dads. You know, like talking about the peanuts. You yeah, know, talking waiting about, for like you know, the, uh, free free handouts and stuff. The free handouts. Yeah, <laughs> talking about the low sodium stuff. <laughs> the wife says I have to have them. <laughs> no gluten. <That's>, uh, <laughs> what is gluten these days anyway? Uh, talking about the latest Tim Allen sitcom, etc. Yeah, that's a fun place to be. But what about, what about you, Socks? Where can people where can people find you, Socks? You can find me on Twitter at Socks Mahoney. Uh, One you can place find, we can oh, you can find yeah. my writing on Video Game Choo Choo and uh, the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also doing an episode of No Cartridge Audio, which is going to be out October second. What? What's that? It's a it's a game podcast by Trevor Strunk. He had a he has he's had like a whole bunch of good people on. Like he's had the tra- the Chapo Trap House people mm. on there. He hasn't uh, had me. Like, so. 
He hasn't had you yet. Yeah, well, he's kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. He's finally yeah. got me on there. So we'll Sox, see. Socks, I'm on Video Game Choo Choo right now, and I'm gonna I'm on the reviews, and I'm gonna see how far I have to scroll to find a review that isn't four stars or three stars. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There we go. Ten. Ten reviews in. I find something. Which Friday one the was thir- that? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. The game gets oh, yeah. two stars. Ryan hated that. It had issues at launch. That's apparently so. So yeah, I, I take it back. Uh, video game Juju doesn't just give four stars to every game. It's mostly Thank gives you. three. It gives three stars as well most of the time. And Unless it's a horror two game stars. that scared them, then they give it two <laughs> yeah. stars. <laughs> yeah, if it's a game that makes them pee their pants, then they give it two stars because they have to dock one star for the dry cleaning. Uh, yeah, that's our show. Aaron? Yeah, Tom? Play us out. What? Play us out. <laughs> you can't I I was sorry, I said Aaron, play us out. <laughs> like, how did she respond to that? <laughs> she said, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, she even just... with you cutting out, she still had the appropriate response. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, I'll play us out. Uh, thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Good Lord. Hold on for one more day. See, da, 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 da. you've cha- you've changed it again to a major. Um. Da, 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 da. That's how it goes at the end when they're on the beach. No, when they're not. That's when they're it. on the mountain. <laughs> Hold on for one more day. Hold on for one more day. Hold on for one more day. You gotta say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>